2: welcome back to 17 questions the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us this week on the podcast we have
3: me (laughs) (laughs) oh you've got me you've got carly rowena
2: (laughs) uh would you like to elaborate What, what are you known for carly
3: I am a 33. I guess people say I'm an online creator, but I'm also a personal trainer. I host retreats all over the world. i a mum to a little girl, and I also host a thing called Sexy Series, where things get just as weird and wonderful as they do on here.
2: Oh, nice segue! <laughs> am I the host or are you? Excellent. You. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, that sounds very eclectic. It sounds like you do like round about everything under the sun. So
3: pretty much yeah
2: we're into it we're into it okay so to kick things off would you like a question that is weird or wonderful weird always weird okay what's the most unexpected thing you learned from getting married and having a child
3: Ooh, god that covers a lot um most unexpected thing i learned from getting married is that I don't know why, but people think when you get married, it's going to change everything. It doesn't. It's a mega amazing party that you remember very fondly, but it doesn't change anything about your relationship. And I think so many people think a wedding is going to be like, ah, this new thing. But no, it really does just become like a a hangover memory where you're like, that was really epic. Um, And from becoming a mum, having a child, your vagina does go back to normal. There you go. That's probably... (laughs) I told you it wouldn't be long before I said that word. Um, yeah, I would say everyone thinks it won't, but it will. So that's a good thing I've learned.
2: <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a bunch of people being relieved as you're as you're saying that. <laughs> that's a fun description as well. It's just like a big party. It's so kind of like yeah. blase. Like, oh, it's just, it's just a big party, isn't it?
3: Yeah, 100. We had a surprise wedding, so we literally didn't tell our friends we were getting married. We just invited them to a 30th birthday party because we both are wow. like five days apart. And then shocked them all by going, surprise, this is a wedding. And that was honestly the best way I've ever, ever thought of having a big party.
2: Yeah, that sounds like, that is such a good idea that I've never considered before. Because I feel like, was it like very relieving to kind of like take that That off you?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like so stressed because I was lying to all of my friends. I've realized that you don't want to have to lie to your friends to cons- cover up a lie. You have to tell a million other lies to get you past that one. Um, but we yeah, it was amazing when I walked down the aisle and everyone was there and we were like, we're sorry, but we're going to say I do. That was magical. But it's also really good for politics, because if you have a wedding that no one knows is a wedding, you invite everyone. But you don't really get your auntie that you've never met coming because she's not gonna come to a birthday party. Uh I I see you thinking. It gets rid of all the politics because people are like, no, I don't really want to go to a birthday party, but a wedding, I will, but they won't. And then that's their fault for not turning up. So it works perfectly.
2: Yeah, I feel I borderline feel like I've just like taken, I don't know, like some kind of like psychedelic or like ayahuasca. My my world is opening up is what (laughs) I'm saying. That's so like mind blowing. That's that's excellent. You
3: can use it anytime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great start. Let's uh, let's go with another. Would you like a weird or a wonderful? Let's
3: go wonderful.
2: Okie dokie, nice and equitable. Okay, what habit do you do now that you wish you started doing much earlier?
3: Logging off is probably one I wish I'd started doing earlier. I think you know, being online, you spend your whole time. Being this hamster on a wheel chasing something, and numbers are so important, engagement is so important. And then you just realize, oh, I really need a break, but it feels like you can't on this platform. So actually, logging off, or I use the screen time thing. So it literally shuts down all of my apps from 7 till 7 a.m. And that feels so good to actually just switch it off. So I, but when I first started, I I never thought that was something I could do. I thought that was going to be bad for business, but using a screen time or just actually coming out of. All apps is awesome for your mental health.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. So it's like a good window of time too to have like a whole like 12, like obviously you'll spend some of that sleeping, but like it's a like yeah. really good like 7am It's like because your mind has time to like go down and have thousands of people thoughts.
3: Yeah, exactly. And also I guess another thing I would say on that is giving yourself an hour when you wake up in the morning where you don't look at social media because then you get the chance for your brain to discover its own mood before you like open your eyes and the first thing you see is, I don't know, Twenty twenty drama or whatever else is going on, you take it in, and then suddenly your mood is just crashed. If you give yourself like an hour, you can get a bit of a force field, and then whatever comes in kind of takes a little bit longer to chip away, which is really handy.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally agreed. There, uh, would you like a weird or a wonderful? Weird. Okay. As a child, what did you think would be awesome as an adult, but isn't as awesome as you thought, as as it is?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean. I just thought being an adult was going to be awesome. Is that enough of an answer? I remember just thinking that your parents are superheroes and they know everything. And being an adult would be this, just, you know, you have all the money and you can do whatever you like, but actually being an adult, you spend your whole time wanting to be a kid again. It's literally the role reversal of the two. So I um, realized now I'm an adult and especially now I'm a parent. Parents know nothing. I'm definitely not superhuman. I have no idea what's going on. I'm winging it just as much as I was when I was a kid. Um, So I think that would probably be it. The fact that you think your parents know everything and and we don't know anything.
2: Was there like a specific moment where you realized that? Hopefully one that's not too (laughs) awful.
3: I'd say, I guess it would be actually after having my daughter, and asking my parents for tips on things. And they were like, yeah, no, we don't even know what we did. We pretty much just asked our neighbors what
2: to do with you. And I was
3: like, yeah. Or realizing that my parents used to just carry me around in a sleeping bag and leave me under tables at parties.
2: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> in a loving way. I had a very loving childhood. Um, but we're talking hippies. They were like proper hippies. And now I'm like, I don't think you could get away with doing that. But that's made me realize that you are just party animals with an additional child. So <laughs> but who doesn't want that? I love that.
2: It's such like a strange kind of like, it's not a dichotomy per se, but it's kind of like, you, it's always like a longing for what you, what you think you can't have at least, let's say. Because when you're a child, you want to be an adult. Now you're an adult, you want to be a child. So yeah, strange how that works. I'm going to
3: go wonderful before you ask me. I know I'm going to go wonderful.
2: Okay. This is interesting because uh, if, if anybody's out here trying to get some gains in a very simplified way, um, if you could only do three exercises, what would they be?
3: Ooh. Um, I could only do three exercises. I would probably chuck in, I love a Bulgarian split squat, which is the one where you have your foot raised against like a sofa or a chair and you're in a lunge. And it looks like it's almost nothing. So you've got your back foot on the bench or the sofa or the chair and your front foot is in a lunge. And it looks like it wouldn't hurt, but you'll probably be swearing after about 12 reps. And I do 20 reps of those. Those are horrible. I always pop them in my class and everyone hates me, regardless as to whether they could lift really heavy or they've just started. Both people tend to be annoyed with it. So I love one of those. Um, I'd always chuck like skipping. I love skipping ropes because that's really easy to take anywhere if you're cardio. Skip, um, just make sure you've been to the toilet first. And then I'd probably say after that, like a reverse crunch, lying on your back, legs in the air, Pretty much like a sex position, I say, but you're not having sex, and then you just move your feet a tiny bit, like a tiny little movement from the kind of swaying like that with your legs.
2: Okay, and I that... would
3: show you, but I don't think it'd be a very good angle for you. But I reckon if you're lying on your back, legs in the air, and then you lift your bum slightly so your legs move a little bit, so it's like a leg raise but without them going all the way down to the floor. That's a really great one for the core. So probably do those three, and then you've got a bit of everything: cardio, core, legs.
2: Sounds like a good. Uh good a good resume resume hang D, hang
3: in real life i will put you through those three exercises <laughs> <laughs> I
2: appreciate it. or maybe i won't afterwards because everybody's mad at you for the yeah lunch sorry
3: break. sorry we'll
2: see, we'll see. <laughs> um would you like a weird or a wonderful weird okay if you could invite three people dead or alive on a hot air balloon ride hmm. who would you bring
3: Interesting. Okay. Prince has got to be one because I've always wondered, is he really the best lover in the world? Because I want to know what gets you that title. Like, is he really the best lover? I don't need to sleep with him, but I would want to ask him who gave Um. him that title because that's been a great thing. Uh, Bon Jovi. I've been in love with him since I was about 14. Uh, Yeah, I love him. So I'd love love to have him. And then who would my third person be that I would like to hang out with? Hmm. Probably someone like Santana or Joe, someone who's amazing with the guitar that could hopefully teach me some tricks with the guitar because so I'd love to be good.
2: Oh, do you play guitar now?
3: Yes, I'm not great though. So let's not, let's not interlude that. Um, <laughs> let's not talk about it. <laughs> but I'm trying. And it's something I picked up and I wanted to be really good at it. But I was thinking if I could put those three together, I'd make a really good band.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it. The, the guitar thing seemingly is another thing to add to your eclectic life, seemingly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to be a bit more musical and as I cannot sing to save my life. I thought it was about time I picked up an instrument and I did play the violin as a kid. but That's not particularly cool. So I thought guitar would be a good upgrade.
2: How do you think if, if Prince were to prove to you that he was the, <laughs> what, what did you say? Greatest lover of all time. Greatest that, lover. There we go. Greatest
3: do, lover.
2: Do you think he could pull that off on a hot air balloon? Just the explanation. Because in my mind, I'm like, will he be petrified? What do we think Prince is like on a hot air balloon?
3: No, I think he'd be really good. I could, I, For some reason, I imagine he'd have like one leg up the whole ride, you know, like almost like a stance of just one leg on the side of the balloon and one leg down. I just imagine that would be him. I think he'd be very, very relaxed on a hot air balloon.
2: Yeah, it sounds very smooth. All right, all right. Would you like a weird or wonderful?
3: Wonderful.
2: Okie dokie. Um, hmm. What's the most important thing to you in a relationship?
3: Hmm, okay, this is gonna be really boring. But it's trust, which sounds really dull. But in that respect, I actually mean just the trust in each other so that you can be yourselves. Because I find that, I mean, I've been with my husband for 10 years. That's a long time in my eyes. And I think the only reason why it has worked as well as it has is because we're both able to almost be single in our lives, but be with each other. Like there's no being with anybody else. But if I said I wanted to move to Australia, or I had some kind of amazing thing happening, I wouldn't feel like I couldn't do it. Like I know that he would trust me that it would be the right thing for me to do and and help me reach my goals. And I think that's been the best thing because you grow and change all the time. Lockdown has been one of those. And I think if you're with the right partner, they'll let you do what you need to do to be happier and be in a better place. Um, so that for me has been the best thing.
2: That is a very wholesome answer and one that I'm happy to. Because like, I feel like maybe, relationships these like a lot of it like it felt almost for some can feel like an obstacle it's like ticking off bits so like it's just you change
3: so much like you know we change daily especially women with hormones we change all the time and i think so many of us want to kind of, not control because that makes people sound awful but you know, you want to keep what you love safe and, and, and be with them all the time. But actually to make a relationship last the test of time, you have got to let people be their own person. And whether that's that they need to go and test out new things, new careers, meet new friends, the more you try and like keep somebody in just for you, the less likely that is going to work. Because at the end of the day, we all, we all crave new experiences. So I think it's really important to have that trust that you can both do what you want to do, but you always, you know, you always come back to each other.
2: Add a relationship counselor to the list of things <laughs> that you do. Uh, would you like a weird or wonderful?
3: Wonderful.
2: Oh, this is always fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, one would hope they're all always fun, but um, who were you before you became an online creator?
3: Mm, there are many different people. Um, very much prior to being online creator, I used to work for BMW and Mini, the car company. Mm-hmm marketing manager for that but prior to that I used to work in a bar in Crete for ages and I love that and um, and then prior, <laughs> prior to that I was a cleaner so I've been a real mixture of things before that but I did when I was little tell my mum I wanted to be a pole dancer so I don't know where it went wrong and I didn't get to do that career but this is where I ended up
2: <laughs> okay well you've, you've got the exercise aspect there so <laughs> yeah. you take it it's close enough exactly I'm curious because you mentioned like the marketing thing um, mm-hmm. with like a BMW. Did, do you think that at all helped you in like your like online presence, do you think?
3: Yeah, definitely. I didn't even, re- it was one of those, you know, one of those jobs that you start off in one role and then because you're one of those people that's quite happy to, to help in all areas, you end up with like a million different roles. Um, and marketing was just one of those that was kind of thrust upon me. And I loved it so much that it definitely helped me learn how to market myself. And when I became a personal trainer first, I never needed to like do flyers or anything like that So I kind of had this idea of how I was going to market myself. So yeah, 100% helped. Everything you learn along the way helps you build into a better person.
2: Hmm. Yeah. You never know where like I suppose life lessons come from and yeah. what will be helpful and things. So yeah. Um, would you like a weird or wonderful? Mm, weird. Okay. Make it really weird. Hmm. Okay, this might be weird. Depending on your answer, let's see. Ooh,
3: okay.
2: Uh, what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done at your house? <laughs>
3: um, when you started saying that, I thought you were going to ask me what was the weirdest thing everyone's ever asked me to do on social media. Which that was. Let's a weird- do that.
2: That one's way right. better. That's a we'll weird
3: answer. So I frequently this person keeps trying. No names. Seven hundred US dollars for my Monday morning urine
2: oh okay as in like they want it sent to them why specifically monday i
3: don't know maybe they think on a sunday i have a great time i don't know but monday morning urine and 700 dollars which is quite a lot i considered it for a while and then i thought i could have tried to get my dog i have a french bulldog then i thought maybe my friends could just donate theirs and we could see what could happen because i don't think they can do anything bad with it
2: yeah it's also like what are they gonna do in in then that you lie? Like go to the authorities, like, um, I bought someone's bag of piss online and it's not actually theirs. Can I like who do you turn to for something like that? And
3: away you go with that. But yeah, that's that's probably the strangest request I've had, which I get he this person messages it often. They really would like this. It's not happening, but they would really like it. But seven hundred dollars is a lot.
2: Yeah. I hope that they're listening to this very podcast and they're like, oh my God, I feel so validated.
3: (laughs) I'll send the link.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Would you like a weird or wonderful?
3: Wonderful.
2: Okay. So one of the things that you mentioned in your like 33 for the 33 video that I thought was interesting, you gave like a quote, which I'm not, I don't think is yours per se, but like you were quoting somebody else, but you, you said, um, you can be the ripest peach in the shop and still somebody won't like peaches. And I heard that and I was like, wow, that's a that's a bar if I've ever heard one. And so I suppose the, that's a leading for the question of, do you think you have any other advice or like extensions upon that that you would like to bestow on the audience?
3: Um, well, I only ever really used two. That one's really good because no matter what you do, people aren't gonna like you. And I think when you put it in a perspective of a peach, then you're like, aha, yeah, I get that. And the other one I use a lot is, it's okay if the only thing you did today was breathe, which sounds very philosophical, but it's true. Sometimes you get so bogged down with things. Actually, sometimes you just got to breathe. And like for mums, I say like the only thing, it's great if the only thing you did today was keep a human alive, because that's hard. And um, so yeah, just really stripping back to the basics, just get so bogged on this constant wheel. Um, but breathing, sometimes is hard to do. So it's great if you've managed to do that for a whole day.
2: I agree. I mean, literally, like half of meditation is literally just breathing and people struggle with it. So,
3: yeah. yeah. And just in your day, you know, like people feel so bad if they haven't done everything on their to do list, but you're still here and that in itself is a feat. So, kind of need to be a bit more relaxed with ourselves sometimes. That went deep. We've gone really deep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Usually, the weird ones bring us back down from that. If you want okay. to.
3: We'll go for weird then, we'll go undeep
2: okay let's see if i can find a very shallow one <laughs> okay <laughs> um hmm i don't know about shallow but mm, not quite shallow but it's kind of like benign or just kind of silly or lacking okay. in philosophy i suppose at the very least what old people things do you do
3: old people things do i do mm. <laughs> okay so this isn't Okay, last night, you know how you play fight with your partner sometimes or you have banter? And I found myself doing this, like waving my little fist in it. This is a laughing way. And I realized that my grandma used to do that to me all the time. It was like a grandma thing where they go, oh, you. And she that, and I literally was like, oh, no, I've just done it to you. And I was like, I literally feel like my grandma, that's one thing that I found myself doing. But other old people things that I found myself doing. I had to pluck a hair out of my chin the other day. That was her. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that was not a fun moment for me. I shared it online and surprisingly, 83% said they've also had to do that. So I feel like it's okay. That made me feel much more safe in the fact that 83% of my followers have also had to pluck a hair from somewhere.
2: We'll take it. That's, good. <laughs> that, that sound, that's that solidarity is Thank what you. that is. <laughs> um, would you like a weird or wonderful?
3: Keep it weird.
2: Keep it weird. That sounds like a quote in and of itself. I'm so inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Hit me with a, this is more of a demand than a question. I <laughs> oh, I just did it hit me and then interjected <laughs> myself. It's like, hit me, no. Um, hit me with a common misconception.
3: About me or about I mean, anything?
2: Anything that comes to mind, if there's anything.
3: I have two that came straight to my head, which really is not particularly cool. But the first one was, why the hell would you only eat half an avocado? People who eat half of an avocado say that's healthy. Is, they get an avocado, they go, oh, you eat half of an avocado, that's It's not healthy. If you find an avocado that is ripe enough to eat, you eat the whole damn thing. That is a misconception that really pisses me off And people say, you just have to have half an avocado because it's too much fat. Eat the whole avocado. That would be one. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And the second thing would be, and this is just so, uh, it's one of those things that everyone says all the time is that exercise needs to be in the gym. This is coming from a personal trainer standpoint. If you want to exercise, you do not have to go to the gym. You don't even have to buy equipment. You just have to move. So if that is going for a walk, having sex with your partner, going skating, swimming, cliff jumping, dancing, that's exercise. The common misconception is that you've got to be doing something for an hour in a gym, and that's just not the case.
2: Yeah, I I think that's a really good one, especially with like, what would you say? like? Fitness type, like I the the people that I suppose go to gyms and that's like their persona. Like that, if if people only see that, like I don't know, I I feel like I saw a very like mini documentary thing, and it was like a guy that did all his exercise like outside. He like put like a resistance strap to a tree or something, and like that's how he.
3: Yeah, yeah. I love that. No, I think I mean do whatever makes you happy. But you know, when people say they hate exercise, to me, I'm like, you probably don't hate exercise. You just haven't found what your thing is. You yeah. might be doing it and not realizing it that it is exercise, but we just put so much pressure on this. Like, I have to do five k, I have to do a marathon, I have to do an hour in the gym. Like, it's all weird times, and it doesn't need to be that at all.
2: Yeah, I would, I would hope that over the, I suppose, like lockdown period where people have there seemingly been more of a consciousness about, like, oh, God, I get my daily walk in and things like that. So
3: yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, I gotta start, I gotta gotta start somewhere. Would you like it weird or wonderful? Wonderful. What specific to you is the worst and best part about being an online creator?
3: Ooh, okay. Well, the best thing about being an online creator, and there is so many, I do feel very lucky. The best thing is I have... One, been able to travel the whole entire world in a way that I never would have been able to afford, which is incredible, just working with brands or being invited to places. And I've made and I have friends all over the world wherever I go, which is like, you know, they're strangers, but they're friends at the same time, which is just incredible. Like to go somewhere and be able to ask for recommendations and people just tell you and it's like having tour guides all over the world that become your friends. That's amazing. Um, the worst part about being online I think is the number I hate having a number attached to your worth Mm -hmm. like there's lots of negative things but I think that just you know having ideas of things you want to share and then having to see a number next to things does dampen how you feel about stuff you can share the most amazing image that you've spent however long creating and thinking and it can do terribly and then you could post a photo of your ripped jeans and that does so it's That I'd say the number is the thing that frustrates me the most I'd love the number to be gone and then I think a lot of us would be a lot happier
2: yeah it's kind of strange with like a lot of social medias because like a lot of their like um algorithm aspect is so very like black box it's like I, I had a friend tell me once that like they posted the same picture with like the difference of like 15 minutes and like it was so kind of like night and day in terms of response and so like putting that kind of value on, like, numbers can, I think, and, like, I've seen it happen, like, people get, like, attached to it, and it's, like, most of it isn't even in their hands, so. No,
3: definitely not, and I think, you know, I've, I've known people to delete stuff or for people to feel, you know, to just lose the love of an image that they originally loved just because of it didn't get enough traction, and that's just really rubbish, so that's that would probably be the main negative. There's lots of other ones, but that's the one that annoys me the most.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, would you like it weird or wonderful?
3: Weird would be great. Okay. While we keep <laughs> saying weird or wonderful, weird is now sounding odd to me when I say it.
2: Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where you say like a word over and over again, yeah. it's like meaningless, yeah. What's your most satisfying sound to hear?
3: Ooh, okay, this is gonna make me sound like an old lady. Obviously, we've been in lockdown for a while, so I created my own water feature in the garden. It's just a bowl and then I bought this solar paneled thing, which I have to go and get a bucket and fill it with water because the wind blows the water out. But it's a solar paneled fountain. And when I'm outside in the garden and the sun is shining, just a little trickle of water is wonderful, apart from when you need the toilet. But I have to say that has become one of my favorite sounds. It's just really relaxing. And if I shut my eyes, I can pretend I'm at like a waterfall somewhere.
2: Yeah, that sounds super tranquil. I feel Mm -hmm. 10 times more zen.
3: Oh, good! I'm glad. You're welcome. You have you, I'll I'll send you one. It was from Amazon. Very cheap.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, would you like a weird or wonderful?
3: Weird would be great.
2: This one I'm always uh, curious about. Um, what some insider knowledge that only people in your line of work have?
3: Ooh. So, mm, insider knowledge that you have if you're online. Ooh. I think most people know this now, but When people share links, people are getting money from links. Are you aware of that? Yeah, most people know that now. Um, When people share clothing or something, they're getting like a percentage in that way. I think a lot of people didn't know that weirdly. One thing that people, I always tell people this, but people seem to, a lot of people seem to think if they like a post that we get money in some way on like Instagram, and I've tried to share a million times that liking a post, we're not earning anything from that. And (laughs) And in regards to that, I think people forget that 99% of the stuff that we do is completely free, earns nothing. Yeah. And people think of making like an absolute mint online. And yeah, you can. You can make amazing money, but still 99% of the stuff you're going to put out, it's not going to earn you anything. It's just kind of the bread and butter content that gets you the incredible opportunities or the clients.
2: Which maybe, I don't know, if there are people listening to this, which let's hope, um, <laughs> we're not just speaking into the void, that... I suppose like having like patience and I suppose like genuinely enjoying what you do and make yeah. is probably good. Cause like, yeah, if you're just going in it, into it for like financial gain uh, out of luck, probably.
3: Yeah. No, if you're going into doing, going online for financial gain, I'm sure you'll find a way to make financial money gains, but there is still so much you do have to do that will not earn you anything, which is fine. That's why you do it out of love. And that's, you know, it's like sending an email when you're in a job that not, not, Technically, might not earn you any money, but you never know if it might get you a client that down the line might earn you some money. So yeah, I think a lot of people think that we're earning constantly from everything, but that's not the case.
2: The the application thing was a really good, or the, the job thing was a really good way of putting it, I think. Would you like a weird or a wonderful? I wonderful. Think we
3: have, Let's go wonderful.
2: Good, because we have, it's disproportionate now. We started out so equal and now... Okay,
3: yeah, we've, we've gone rogue.
2: <laughs> what do you value most in a friendship?
3: Ah, and knowing that if I call them, they're going to pick up the phone. That is something huge to me. Like, you know how you have some friends. I just sometimes just want to talk to people. And I think in a friendship for me, you have different friends. I think people forget this. I've got like five key mega friends, but I also have lots of friends for different things. You know, friends you want to just get really drunk with, friends you want to go on holiday with, friends you want to go for a dog walk with. And I think it's really important to acknowledge where your different friends lie um, I think people try to get all friends to like, fit into one pocket, and that's not always the case.
0: Yeah. Um, and
3: that's why you'll gravitate to some more than others during different parts in your life. So for me, it would be that they pick up the phone if I call them um, and that I have lots of different friends and that they're okay with that.
2: Yeah. No additional follow-up to that. That's just solid advice. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a weird or wonderful? Weird. What's your best example of fake it until you make it?
3: I mean, I generally feel like I'm faking this entire thing until I make it. Um, I, yeah, I feel like I'm winging most of my life, to be honest. And I'm totally okay with that. I think, especially with this career, it does feel like you're kind of not faking, um, you don't fake yourself. The one thing I wouldn't say, don't fake yourself, because that's really uncomfortable. But you can definitely like fake that you know what you're doing until you figure out what works and i definitely would say that being on social media is faking what you're doing until you figure out the right algorithm for you so i'd probably say my whole career has been fake it until i make it <laughs> that's really <laughs> embarrassing don't put that on the cv
2: <laughs> probably very relieving for people to hear though because what what is it um oh no i've forgotten the term it's not a perfectionism thing imposter syndrome there yeah,
3: we go. 100% have that i can tell i always think someone's just going to walk in and go fraud she hasn't <laughs> Blue, what she's doing. My husband says the same thing. Like you do, just because you know you are technically working, you are your business, and you only like you only improve as much as you educate yourself. But then there's, you know, it's yeah, you do just feel like that. someone's just come in and take it all away because it's me that's a business, and that's just crazy to think that. So yeah, it's, yeah, fake it till you make it with yourself, but be yourself. Just fake the other things until you understand it.
2: <laughs> Very <laughs> solid advice. Thank you. Um, there's a bit more wonderful than weird.
3: Okay, I'm going to go with whatever. You can just throw it at me.
2: Okay. What's something you think every person should experience in their lifetime?
3: Ooh. Um, oh, this is such such a boring answer, but get out and see the world. I feel so lucky to have traveled so much. And even like, it doesn't even have to be that you've got to go to like Australia. It doesn't mean you've got to go crazy, but just seeing your own country, just get out of the town or the place that you live and the people that you're around. Because I know some people that have like never left where they are and while that's amazing, you just, you get a sense of like how unimportant so many of the things that we worry about are when you actually escape your own little environment. So. Like, you know, obviously with lockdown, travel has been really tricky. We're just now going to get a camper van and go travel around the UK, which is just so awesome to get away. And trust me, you might think that everything's going to change. But when you come back, everything is exactly the same with everything that's in your own normal environment. So definitely just try and travel. But travel doesn't mean spending thousands of pounds.
2: That's a really good one. The idea of going in um, like a camper van around, that is such a like good idea. Doing that, have you got like a bunch of locations that you want to hit?
3: Yeah, so we before lockdown happened, we were actually in New Zealand for a month in a camper van over Christmas and New Year, and it was just the best time ever. And our little girl was like a year, so she was kind of at that just starting walking, but pretty much still a potato, so it was quite easy. So you could just sit in one place. Um, but now we're just yeah, we're just going to go like to Devon and Cornwall and visit everything away from where we are, which is in the bump we're in, Norfolk. So we're just going to go and explore because we've never really looked at it. And with a camera bat, it doesn't matter if it rains or not. You know, you're just going to go and explore. So I'm really excited for that. And I just think people forget about doing the really small, simple stuff.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have to be this uh, big, extravagant. uh, Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, no, you can just pack your bags and just vanish for a bit.
2: what would you say is your most revelatory or character building moment if there if there's such a quintessential moment for you that you think like paved the the way forward to who you are now what you're about now is is there um anything you have
3: i've got two two quintessential moments the first one um you know when you've like been in a relationship it wasn't that great and you come out and you kind of pick up the wrong friends as well and then I actually remember that those wrong friends who were honestly wonderful in their own way, but just it was the wrong time, wrong place, made me realize that I'd become such a, like I would say sorry to a tree. Sorry, can I have another drink? Sorry, like apologetic for everything, like your own existence. And they took the piss out of me for it. And it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? And I said goodbye to that whole group of people because I realized that it was just, I was just becoming such a self-sabotaging person and walking away from them. And I had zero friends, zero relationship, but it was so incredible for me because I learned to not be apologizing for my existence. Mm -hmm. And we've all hooked up again since then, like the last like five years, we've all met and we're all in different paths and stuff. But um, although it was really crappy at the time, I'm so glad that they kind of called me out on this because I could have just continued with that and it was just awful. And the second thing would be, I did Kilimanjaro Um, as a retreat with uh, like 16 of my followers went to Africa and climbed Kilimanjaro together and um, it was way harder the weather was like horrendous for us so it was we woke up on the last night when you meant to do like the last summit and we went from no snow to our tent we couldn't open and it was meant to take like four hours and it took 12 hours to get to the top because it it was Honestly, like the memories I have are something like when you watch the Hangover movie and you're like, did that really happen? I just remember looking and my friend in front had just like completely KO'd into the snow and like our tour guide just picked her up by like the scruff of her neck and stood her back up again and made her continue walking. And that for me, that trip was way harder than I ever imagined. I'd never experienced anything like it. And when I came back from it, I've just never looked at anything in the same way as I did after that, it just transformed my whole way of thinking, it was amazing.
2: Yeah, it, it sounds like thematically the, the link is kind of like, uh, either like rebuilding or kind of like going beyond where you thought you could get to or something <laughs> like overcoming. That yeah. seems yeah.
3: yeah, overcoming is amazing. And I think it's, it's character building comes from lots of different ways. But I think the most important thing you can do is just take note of the person you are and if you're happy being that person because you can always change it.
2: What are you working on at the moment?
3: Mm. oh i mean i could say top secret i could say stop being so nosy um <laughs> currently i'm working on rebuilding my retreats because that was my number one thing i love doing those so obviously everything from this year has been pushed to next year which is now like the craziest of years so i'm creating a retreat in patagonia so going hiking in patagonia um, and currently one in the UK, but I don't know if that's crazy to do because I have no idea if we're going to get locked down again before that happens. Um, creating a another pack of workout cards, but for families, um, which is really fun. Love creating those. so I'm going to do that. And other than that, working on maybe having my own little camper van that I can travel with instead of renting here in the UK and, and hopefully living by the sea somewhere.
2: That would be really cool. As in, like, it, when you if, if and when you buy a camper van, you will, like, customise it to your heart's content and everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would love to just pack the bags and just go house swap somewhere or take the camper van somewhere and just live by the sea for a bit and just experience a different way of living, Um, especially before she has to go to school. We've got, like, a good three years of just trying to find our place in the world. And I don't know where that is yet.
2: That's a solid, like, amount of time, though, to kind of, like... yeah. Refind yourself that's who knows
3: maybe schools will never go back i have no idea maybe she'll never have to go to school i have (laughs) no idea we've got time to see the whole world did you know there's now a new star sign like if that can happen then the whole world can just change continuously in 2020 i have no idea where we'll be
2: really you mean like the like the astrological stuff
3: like i'm apparently no longer a gemini i'm now a tourist so i have no idea what's going on with the world that was the final nail in the coffin for me 2020 can't handle any more changes
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic, we can handle. Star sign, forget That's
3: it. Too much, it's too much stuff. So no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Seventeen Questions, starring Carly Rowena. Of course, if you're not doing so already, make sure to follow her. She's at Carly Rowena everywhere. And if you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Seventeen Questions. It's so simple. Other than that, see you next week for another edition of Weird and Wonderful 17 Questions.